I don't hear anything. Oh, there we go. No. Right. Nope, there we go. <laughs> Welcome to Two Minds Today with your host, Charlene, authority in leadership development, and Hale, an expert community builder. The pod all about best practices to get you noticed and ahead in your professional life. Hello. Hello, hello, Charlene. I love seeing you. How you are you doing? Too. I'm good. I am very good. This is obviously a highlight of my week. Um, I'm excited to, to, to talk about this. And we, uh, yeah, it was a good, like, reflective week. I feel like it's the, we talked about the transitioning and summer break. My One of my children went back to school. So it's like, we're going to keep rolling with, like, transitions. <laughs> wow, absolutely. And I'm sure coming back from your vacation, you've had to try and find a way to be as productive as possible to catch up on everything that you had, which brings yes. us to our topic today. Unconventional productivity hacks, boosting efficiency outside the norm, which really means that um, how can we make ourselves better, more efficient to get possibly more work done in the same amount of time? What are different tips and tricks and things that we can do? And uh, today, Helen and I, we're going to talk about certain things that we do. Absolutely. And folks, it's not about us becoming robots. Okay. That's not what it's about. It's about no, being we, able to do We do have to do an AI <laughs> And efficiency podcast at one point. This is not that one, though. <laughs> That's right. This is how to be the best you you can be at work. That's really what it's about. And really also yeah. like in our lives generally. So yeah. the first topic we want to talk about is embracing biorhythms. Charlene, you want to take us I off? I do. I'm really excited about this topic. One, full transparency, disclaimer, disclaimer trigger warning, whatever you have you. If you're able to do this, it comes with an immense amount of privilege in your job and you may not be able to do this. What this really means is getting, we all have natural biorhythms. Some of us are morning, afternoon people, after snack, not after lunch, whatever it is in your own personal emotional well-being and trying to craft different jobs around your natural biorhythm, right? If you know you're like totally kaput after lunch, but you've already know, if you listen to enough of our podcasts, that you're an extrovert and you gain energy by speaking to people, then, then schedule meetings right after lunch to get you like back in the rhythm. If you're a person that's opposite, an introvert, drained, do not take meetings after lunch. And again, this is an immense amount of privilege if you're able to shift your schedule, just those micro bits, um, it can make a really big difference. That's absolutely true. And, you know, we live in a world that said that morning people, like the world is made for morning people and night people yeah. live in the morning people world. And it must be very difficult if you're a night person and you got to come in and punch in at 8 a.m. and your body's natural rhythm wants to keep you in bed until noon. But if you're that kind of person and you are at work, try as much as you can to do those tasks that don't require as much as your as much of your energy during the morning time, do the stuff yeah. that requires more of your energy later in the day, your head is yeah. more clear, you're awake at more at that time. Yeah. So, you know, One know way, thyself and work to your best, uh, yeah. work to your best biorhythm. I also think being transparent with your boss in the best way is also um, really to your advantage. Hopefully you have a kind and caring and committed boss that wants to see you success, succeed. And just say, you know, do you mind if I prioritize my day X, Y, or Z? 
and and really just having those transparent conversations could help because you, your boss may not care at all if you get some, just because they assigned you something at 8 a.m. They might not actually care if you get it done 8, 9, 10, 11 or 8 o'clock at night. So those are absolutely for them. It's about if you're getting the job done. So now yeah. let's talk about productivity. Tip number two, priority reversal. What do you think uh, about that? Let's define I, it first, Charlene. Go I ahead. love this question. And and I, I am so when we have priorities, there's the easy tasks and the hard tasks. Some people are like checklist people, boop, 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 off a checklist, um, and do the easy tasks first. And some people, and so priority reversal could be, and I think it depends, and I'll open it back to you on what you think, but it could be doing the harder things first because you've been putting them off. But I, I know we've talked a little bit about this and and yeah. Do you like doing the harder things first? No, but I see the advantage because I can absolutely distract myself with like checking off the easy things. And then the harder thing gets moved from day to day to day to day. So I actually really like to do the easy things first. And the way I see it is like, if there's something really difficult and challenging for me, I start not maybe I start doing the easy parts of that challenging mm, job around the edges, right? So maybe I'm just like moving the file, naming the, the document. I'm just fixing the margins, whatever it is. Like I'm doing all of the easy pieces around it first. And this yeah. has two benefits. One is you feel like there's some kind of movement. So your brain doesn't get in stuck mode. The second thing is while you're doing these other things, your brain works in the background, like in your subconscious to resolve the yes. issue or the conflict that you were having difficulty with. And so therefore you're able to get past that difficult hump and tackle it when you're going bit by bit. That's- I, I just that's listened logic. to something, I can't remember if it was a podcast or a TikTok. So let's say somewhere in the ether, this came to me. Um, and it talked about how procrastination could actually be productive. Because exactly what you said, when I'm working on a hard salute, a hard problem, like honestly, half the time the answers are in the middle of the night. Don't do that. Set boundaries for yourself. But it could be when you're completely doing something else that those harder things come to you. When, when you're, if you're in college and you're writing an essay and you put it off and put it off, you're not actually always just putting it off. A lot of the times it's ruminating in the back of your head, all those sources you've acquired and come to you so that when, when you're actually sitting down, it just comes to you naturally. Absolutely. So priority reversal, I don't know. I, I think if you like- Try both, the can we say stuff. that? We can <laughs> say both. We can say both because you gotta go into what works for your for yourself, right? Yep, yep. And absolutely. let's go on to tip number three, questioning for solutions. Okay. Yes. One way yes. to embrace and increase our productivity is to question, question, question. I think that yep. we're all afraid of asking questions. I don't know, Charlene, what about you? Do you hesitate to ask a question when you're stuck? Not anymore. I think early career yeah. I did. And now I, I think though um, now a few things happened. One, I have gotten better at research. So I, I've gotten better at knowing when it's time to ask somebody, right? Mm -hmm. Where I'm like, okay, I've checked the resources that I have access to. I've checked the resources that took a little bit more research. Um, and I'm asking. I also think that there is a idea of asking for different perspectives. And sometimes you're not always asking for clarification. You're going and asking like, okay, hello, tell me the other side of Right. And, and that's something you and I do all the time of like, this is where I'm coming from. How would you take on it? And it's totally different. It sends us down like a different path that we would have probably never gone down. 
I like that you're framing it like that because <laughs> even though I am later in my career, so to speak, and I've had many different roles, and yeah. I have no problem asking questions if you and I are having a conversation um, personally, but when it comes to my profession, I actually find it very difficult to ask questions. Mm. There's this yeah. underlying sense of insecurity. Oh, mm. people are going to think I don't know, or did I miss it? I should have been paying attention. I totally missed it. So I like this mm. idea of like, framing it differently. It's like a little trick. Hmm. I'm wondering, what do you think about this? Right. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's yeah. because I don't have a clue what I'm doing. So maybe that makes it easier to ask the question because I yeah. agree that asking that question significantly boosts productivity because sometimes you're just stuck because you don't know what you're doing and you ask someone and all of a sudden you just move because there's also like this framework and dialogue of like different types of questions, right? So are you asking clarifying questions? And that's like your boss gives you an assignment, you don't understand it. So you're asking like clarify that assignment for me, right? Then there's the, the asking questions for more information. You're like, okay, this is what your boss said. You understand what you're doing, but these are the pieces that are missing. And then there's the questions to push through thought, like a thought provoking conversation, right? You're like, oh, this was my take on it. But like, what was your take? Like asking to get a different perspective is what is that what I would say. And I think that like narrowing down why you're asking the question, because if you're like the, the most basic of like asking for clarification, that's could be the most scary and the most important. So in your mind, if you're like, this is a clarification question, was I given access to the answer, yes or no, and then asking. I, I just absolutely love the way you're framing it as a clarification or another perspective. Because normally when I have a question, my mind is going, I don't have a clue what I'm doing. What am I doing? What do they say? I don't really know what it is. But if you frame it as, I just want a point of clarification. Is this what yeah. you meant? And then that yeah. puts the other person in the position of just explaining it more. Yep. Anyway, yep. since we want to be extremely productive here, we don't want to take up any more of your time. Charlene, would you like to summarize today what we've been doing? Ooh, all right. One, embrace your own biorhythms. We acknowledge that comes with privilege, but see the micro movements that you can do within your organization, within your job. How can you adjust um, in partnership with other people that you work with? Two, priority reversal, question mark. Do the hard things first, the easy things first. Whatever you do, if you feel like it's not working, try the other one and, and let us know how that goes. And questioning for solutions, really thinking about what kind of questions you're asking um, to get the answers. When you are stuck, you need something to move you past that stuck point. So it's really about asking those questions to move you through a process. And God bless you today, Charlene, because I now know how to ask that question. I'm just going to reframe it. <laughs> Throw it back on them. I need a little clarification, please. Yeah. No, I'm happy. I, I don't know. In my experience, people are happy to help you achieve like, for sure. when, when you're confused. For sure. So thank you, everyone, for joining us today for yet another episode of Two Minds Today. And remember, learn a little more every day. Yes. Bye. All right podcast to stay up to date on the latest insights in the industry. And remember to share this episode with colleagues and friends who will find it helpful. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.